Welcome to the Connector Podcast, an ongoing conversation connecting fintechs, banks, and regulators worldwide. Join CEO and founder Cohen van der Hoydonk as you learn more about the latest available trends and solutions in the markets. This episode is proudly sponsored by ON23. Organized by Objectway. Welcome to another podcast episode right from Venice at Owen 2023. And I have a very nice guest with me, which I know for a long time. It's Kurt. And Kurt works for Objectway. And Kurt, today, diamonds are forever. What's happening with the diamonds? Yeah, thank you very much for having us. Uh, and uh, welcome to Owen 23 in beautiful Venice. Diamonds are forever. Um, and I hope that also object way will be forever. We have makes sense. Makes sense. We have with our team in the last uh, last few months. We have tried to to look um, at the reality of wealth management. Mm-hmm. And we have seen that uh, staying ahead in wealth management is not that easy, uh, and that's the reason why we have been thinking and say, what can we do, and what will we have to do to uh, deliver uh, additional value to our clients Mm -hmm. and we have tried to uh, segregate that in uh, three four components that we have interconnected like you interconnect a diamond you know the diamond has many facets some of the facets are are interlinked and if you have three of them or four of them they all link together and that's what we have tried to do Mm -hmm. now for us there are um, four facets in current world management so first of all is experience, the second one is offering, the third one is configuration, and the fourth one is sustainability. This goes and very fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, what, what brings them together? I mean, a, a diamond only makes sense if it's a nice piece of art. Uh, exactly. But all the facets are linked to each other because there are only four. And we see what is important in, 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 in wealth management today is uh, delivering what the client wants at the moment that the client wants it mm-hmm. in a sustainable way. Mm-hmm. So what we called also hyper-personalization or conscious banking, mm-hmm. contextual banking, that is all integrated in this um, diamond framework. Mm-hmm. And because I was listening this morning to, to your big chief um, and he was explaining that uh, sustainability is like an, an add-on, it's a cherry on the cake. Why is it on top of it? Because clients and, and, and even also employees, they want to work in an environment and clients want to receive um, services for from their banks and from the wealth manager, which are uh, compatible to their view of sustainability. They do not mm-hmm. want to waste paper anymore. They do not want to waste energy anymore. So you don't have to be the best one. As a private bank or, or a wealth manager, you don't have to be the best one in, in sustainability, but it needs to be compatible with what your client has as a view as you as a company. So it almost boils back to uh, this hyper-personalization. Indeed, indeed, indeed. It's also what uh, ESG MIFID is about. Yeah, absolutely. Contextual, contextual banking. Um, what the client wants at the moment that the client wants it in the way that the client wants it. Mm-hmm. And today it's a, it's a super nice conference. It's a, it's a customer event. So which is the, the typical type of customer that uh, you guys deal with? 
Our clients are um, all in wealth management. That has mm -hmm. been our DNA for the last 30 years. But in wealth management, of course, you have different facets. You have retail banks who are offering wealth, uh, wealth services to the clients. You have um, private banks. You have uh, independent wealth managers. And then you have the asset managers. These are uh, most of our clients that are here today. And there are a lot of them. Um, they are from this space. Mm -hmm. Well, Kurt, I also saw on your uh, LinkedIn that uh, you're no longer, I mean, for a while already, not only focused on Belgium, but uh, there's a, a wider landscape that you're covering, even going up to Canada. Would you see a difference between, for example, what's happening in, in Europe versus uh, the things that are happening in, in, in this case, Canada? I believe that um, we, have, we have selected a number of target markets with Objectway and Canada was one of them. Mm -hmm. And we have done that because we believe that um, if you go to Canada or you go to, to France, um, the business of wealth management is pretty much the same. Um, you have a little bit uh, a different incarnation of regulations, but in C, the regulator mm -hmm. does not reinvent uh, the wheel. So regulations in Canada, regulations in Belgium, regulations in France, uh, it com all comes down to the same thing. Mm -hmm. And in terms of um, well, customer base, because also today there has been some introduction about uh, the transfer of wealth mm. going to the younger generation. Mm. Is this something mm. similar like in Canada than it is in Europe? It is, but I believe that um, the transfer of wealth to the younger generation is something that is um, pretty much underestimated by the business. Mm -hmm. um, well, the figures showed that as well today. Exactly, exactly, um, and it is it is a, it has been proven by by a, a number of companies that I have spoken with in in in, uh, in, the, in the recent past mm -hmm. that uh, wealth managers are are pretty much focused on um, the people that they are familiar with, but if they go broader in 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 the, in the family, the the children, the the the, uh, the spouses. Uh, these are less known, but uh, it is really a threat for a wealth manager that um, this transfer might uh, mean that they will lose the asset under management. Mm -hmm. And in your opinion, Kurt, what, what would be then the, the next best action that a wealth manager should, should take or has to take in order to capture this younger generation? I believe that um, systems have to be designed um, in a way that they are accessible for uh, for more people of the family. Mm -hmm. So the, the one-on-one sessions and, and, and whining and dining, that has been the classical way of communicating mm -hmm. and, and, and talking with clients uh, in a one-to-one -one basis. I think that is not, um, not, not the right uh, approach anymore. Um, and it, uh, the communication about the, the, the assets and, and, and the wealth of a family has to be uh, distributed and discussed in, in another way, compatible also with the way younger people are operating. Mm -hmm. And earlier it has been said that uh, the glue to this story could be ESG, could be sustainability, meaning younger generation may be more um, triggered by what's happening around sustainability. Absolutely, absolutely, and and there also in the business you have the the, the big discussion. Eh? What is what is uh, important? Is it DSG, or is it the performance of the portfolio? Because mm -hmm, of course, mm -hmm. two go hand in hand. It's a it's a provocative thinking, but um, I was listening to a professor not so long ago, which was around sustainability, mm. and he said it cannot be that when you put a restriction on a portfolio that per definition you have a better result. It should be the other way around. 
So it needs to be a preference of you, deliberately choosing and maybe jeopardizing slightly mm. on the performance, mm. but focusing on ESG. Mm. It, it, it has to be a combination of the two. You cannot, you cannot have your wealth uh, managed in, in an ESG preferable way, everything. So mm -hmm. it has to be a combination of um, uh, risk, performance and ESG. Today uh, we are we are here in Venice, and mm -hmm. uh, this morning we had uh, one of the prominent people, a professor from Venice, uh, talking about how to do innovation. And I thought he was particularly inspiring, mm -hmm. um, especially by the words um, "culture" or "tradition" is a, is a successful way of innovation. Mm -hmm. What what brought you to Venice? Is there a link with what you do today? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and what I remembered from his speech, uh, I only remembered a few words, is that uh, tradition was, was innovation at that time. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's great. Um, so you have to think about it. Uh, tradition is not uh, by definition bad. So uh, tradition is also innovation. Um, I think what we wanted to... Um, the, the story behind Venice is that we wanted to show that indeed uh, what has been and not what, what was innovative at that time because mm -hmm. if you go into the city and, and, and if you imagine how this city was built so many years ago uh, without the, 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 the techniques that, they, that they we have today so it was really uh, very very uh, creative and it was innovation uh, at that time so but what we want to show is that this innovation can still uh, trigger other innovations. So you really mm -hmm. go from step to the other step. No, and that's exactly what uh, the professor was actually preaching. Exactly. It exactly. was a real nice uh, yeah. talk. Yeah. So what I remember for that, I, I was impressed by, by the statement that indeed that tradition was the innovation of yesterday. Yeah, and, yeah. And strong it, and, statement. And, yep. it, and, it, and it generates the next innovation. The last question. Is it finished already? Yeah. It's uh, time flies when you're having fun, Kurt. <laughs> what would you see as the, the, the most prominent trends, maybe take Benelux, around wealth management? And if I look into the Benelux, I believe that there is a lot of potential, there are a lot of discussions ongoing in replatforming. Mm -hmm. um, don't forget that a lot of, of the banks and the wealth managers, they have been building uh, systems for the last... 20, 30, maybe some of them 35, 40 years. Mm -hmm. They have been merging. My banks have been merging. They have been, there has been huge investments in uh, integrating businesses. If I talk to private banks, you see that their architecture is, is huge. Um, legacy. <laughs> legacy, that's what we call it. Now it becomes with a big L. Um, now after 20, 30 years, the, the risk is getting higher that also the people who know this legacy system that they will disappear in, in, in five, seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. So um, there are a lot of um, organizations that come to us uh, and, and explain them their problem. Uh, and it is a real problem, so the re-platforming. But it's a huge opportunity. Uh, it's also for them a mm -hmm. huge opportunity, uh, again, to create new systems leveraging also the knowledge that uh, that the software and service companies like Objectway have in this matter and also provide again this this contextual banking delivering what the client needs at the moment that he needs it brilliant Kurt, thank you so much for being in the podcast today pleasure i'm sure we'll catch up later today absolutely i would say enjoy the rest of your day oh, thank you so much Kurt. thank you also to the listeners for tuning in and uh, please stay tuned because more news coming from owen 2023 Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Connector Podcast. 
To connect and keep up to date with all the latest, head over to www.jointheconnector.com or hit subscribe via your podcast streaming platform.